Hello, ladies and gents. This is Mike Headley on the Headley Group Real Estate Show. On this episode, we interview one of our own, Dwayne Shaw, a real estate broker who's been in the business only for one year. He's going to share the pluses and the minuses being in the business. Hopefully, you'll tune in this pack with a lot of great insight. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, how you doing? This is Mike Headley. We are back on the Headley Group Real Estate Show. Oh, man, it is 2021, and this is our very, very first episode. First, I want to say I want to thank each and every one of you all who uh, started the journey and kind of went through the journey with on this rocky 2020. Thank you for that. And we're going to kick this show off with a uh, a gentleman who multi-talented. I mean, he, he he's, has many talents in terms of highlight. He's a businessman, number one. He is a owner of several barbershops. He's a barber, but I have to salute him with the ultimate achievement because he's a broker in the Headley Group Realty Company. So without no further ado, let's give a great welcome to Mr. Dwayne Shaw, broker with the Headley Group Realty. How you doing, sir? I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good. You know, how you doing? Oh, man, listen, brother. Let me tell you something. Uh, I mean, I, he, he's my, I, I have a bar I go to because I'm pretty loyal. When I get in the jam, I reach out to him. I said, man, brother, I need a haircut. And he always pulls through for me, right? So every time I wanted to get my haircut, we talked about real estate. And he said, you know, so I'm going to get my license. And let me tell you something. He went above and beyond, and he pulled through, and he got his license. So I just want to say that and salute you on that, brother, for real. You got to be a round of applause on that. Appreciate that, bro. Okay, Mr. Dwayne. Dwayne or Mr. Shaw? What you rather call? Him? You know, I'm a first name. Uh, Mr. Shaw, man. You know, I'm, I'm a Shaw. Oh, Mr. Guy. Shaw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So, Mr. Shaw, you um, you've been in the business, I would say, a year now. Is that correct? Yes, yeah, since November last year. Yeah. Since November. All right. So, what I like for you to do because we're highlighting this show off people who want to get into the real estate industry, or, or, or just thinking about man. Once I'm in, what does that first year look like? And you can speak to all that, right? Yeah. yeah. So let us know what made you get into the real estate industry and talk to us about that. Once you pass your tests, talk to us, walk us through there. I mean, okay. So uh, what, what made me want to get into the business was um, just knowing that most people that uh, accumulate wealth, you know, inside of their portfolio is real estate. Mm. So, you know, me being, um, you know, in my 40s, 40s uh, I, I said that, you know what, uh, I was an investor in the past and I was a loan officer back in 2004 to 2008, you know, got out in 2008. And um, so now, you know, I wanted to reemerge back into the, uh, to the business, get as much of the information as pop that I possibly could and get back into investing. I felt like becoming a broker was going to help me to get some of that inside information, you know, and get me started back into the real estate business. Mm, yeah. yeah. And I'm sorry I left that out. You said the mortgage field. Oh, don't so, worry. By you being in the mortgage field, how much leverage did that help you in terms of with some of the terminologies when you were taking your class ready to prepare for the test? Uh, I'm going to be honest with you. That's what gave me the confidence, thinking that I can go in there and, and you know, I'll be able to understand and follow everything. But to be honest with you, uh, it was very little. <laughs> mm, really? Okay. Yeah, very little. Uh, I thought that, you know, 
um, knowing, you know, how loans were put together and how you have to qualify and all that stuff like that was going to help me as far as being a real estate broker. And there was a chapter that went over some okay. of that stuff, but okay. there's 24, 25 chapters, you know what mm. I mean? And this mm. is only one chapter inside of it. And that's not even what the real estate broker's responsibility, you know, engulfs, you, know, you know what I'm saying? So uh, it was very little, man. And it was frustrating. I actually took the, uh, took the class light thinking that I was going to have an advantage over other people, which wasn't the case at all. Wow. So, 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 so let me dive in that a little bit. You said, took the class light because I had experience. So, okay, I got this. If you mind sharing, how many times, how many times did it take you to complete that class? So, so you have to take the class and uh, it's about 75 hours. It, it's supposed to take you six weeks. Uh, so if you do the part-time thing, which that's what I did. And um, you have to pass the, 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 uh, the exam to get out of the class. And you get two chances to, to, to do that. So I, I flunked the class, mm. uh, failed to get out of the class three, two times and, and passed on my third time. Mm. Yeah, so I actually, you know, so I, so that took, what was that? Uh, that's 18 weeks, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. you do the math on the, on the you know, what is 225 hours, gotcha, you know, gotcha. versus 75 hours, you see? So, um, yeah, uh, I, I just I just was determined. I saw somebody quit on the first day, first wow. lunch break. Wow, really? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, first lunch break, they was dead. Went for our first break, the first 15-minute break, they didn't come back. If you, I want to ask you, the second time you took the test, was it discouraging? Did you think, ah, man, yeah, I'm a, this may not be for me, or I'm going to keep going? Well, uh, what, the second time? So yes, the second time. The second time I flunked, or the second uh, time you flunked, I'm sorry. Second time oh, you flunked. So the second time I flunked, I felt like I, I went too far to turn around. Meaning, like, mm. I got a lot of the information and uh, I started to understand that uh, there, there are, are, are um, pockets of information that you need to categorize. You need to know if you're dealing in residential, commercial, raw land. You need to know if you're working for the buyer or the seller you know mm. need to know you know is it conventional fha it's a mm. lot of different things you need to slice up mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying you can get all the information but then when it's time to apply it where does this information go what side mm. are you on you know what i'm saying what type of deal is this you see what i'm saying mm. so uh on the third time going into it i knew then take the information get it all start blocking it off, you know what I'm saying? So I start to understand and always keep in mind, I'm representing somebody, mm. you know what I'm saying? So what side right. am I on, especially when mm. it comes to the questions? Mm. So fast forward six months into the business, you searched around. Matter of fact, let me back it up a little bit. Your license, happy, you're excited, I passed my test. Yeah. What suggestions would you give to a up and coming agent just passed. And now they're getting a ton of phone calls, right? Because I, I do believe, and this is my personal opinion, I think some agents, once they pass their tests and they see this influx of companies reaching out to them, I think they kind of, you know, they feel themselves a little bit. Yeah. So walk us through that moment where you said, 
let me do some searching and I end up going with company X. What would you recommend to anybody coming out of school? So it really just, to me, it depends on what your career looks like, you know, Mm -hmm. to you. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? What, what what does that look like to you? What does uh, uh, having your own business look like to you? Because mm-hmm. that's what it is. It's your business. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And a lot of people think they forget that. And if, if that's a lot for you to grasp, you may want to go with a, um, a, a big name brand because they do a lot mm-hmm. of uh, teams and, and and stuff like that where, where uh, there's a lot of, you know, holding your hand a lot. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, at least that's what's presented to you. Mm-hmm. you presentation, gotcha. Yeah, the presentation is gonna be mm-hmm. you know top notch. You know, mm-hmm. to get you in the door, and um, and then they have systems in place that mm-hmm. will allow you to do a portion of the work. Mm-hmm. You know, and and the team will help you along. So that's for someone. Okay, I want to do this full time because that that type of commitment is is what you're gonna have to sacrifice dealing with that type of mm-hmm. uh, company. The big companies, they want you to be there eight, 10 hours a day, you know, att- att- uh, attend these trainings and things like that, which which that's perfect for some people. For me, you know, being a little bit older and um, having a couple of things going on in my life, I needed a structure that was a little bit more um, uh, custom made, you know, mm-hmm. meaning like, okay, uh, a very understanding uh, broker firm uh, that mm-hmm. could help to work around what I was already doing, mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, that could give me the training that I needed, uh, answer my questions as I had them, you know, uh, as I needed it. And, um, but also give me that freedom to kind of run my business at my pace, you know, uh, which was very important because I feel like the, the, the market was hot and I felt like I could have easily jumped in there and kind of put myself out there you know, with my profile and got swamped, boom, 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 with a bunch very early, messed up some deals, potentially got my firm in some issues, you know, or or, or put a lot on their plate, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Where more so what I choose, chose to do was to go at my own pace and kind of like focus, learn every part of this deal, you know, hit the bumps without having to multitask bumps, you know what I'm saying? Let me deal with this bump, you know? And, um, and so that gave my firm the opportunity uh, to help me step by step. You know, mm-hmm. this is our case study right now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So so it, to me, like I said, it's all about what your career. If you want that fast pace, you know, situation, you want to work amongst teams, if you want to divide your commission, if you want to, you know, it's a lot of different uh, moving parts to uh, working for a big firm versus small and finding a smaller firm that might actually be better for you uh, as far as your personal personal development. Mm, got you. So like you said, definitely more of a, a, a personal uh, decision in terms of, like you said, everything that you have going on, very eloquently put. Uh, would you say value has the most crucial role in it? Did value play the important role in your decision uh, as well? Yeah, definitely. But value is measured by the individual. Mm. I'm saying mm-hmm. so my time is very valuable to me mm-hmm. I, I never want to get involved with something that I can't follow through with my end of the bargain I hate yeah. that mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? so you know um I, I feel like the, uh, the 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 firm I'm with now the Heli Group Realty they understand you know 
uh, you're going to have certain type of brokers that are going to come to to this firm, meaning like you're going to be a self-starter. You're going to be motivated. Mm. You already understand that this is your business. You know what Mm. I mean? Um, So, you know, you know, the firm wasn't wasn't offended by that at all. They they embraced that. You know what I'm saying? Mm. That's what we're looking for. But we always here to, you know, to assist you with anything you need. Always made that perfectly clear. You know what I'm saying? Correct. So that was uh that was a big thing for me. So there was value there. It was my type of value, the value that I needed, not somebody all on my back, where you at, what you're doing, what you got. Even though, you know what I'm saying, you would ask me if there's anything and follow up with me, which was always cool. Mm. But I'm sure I talked to other agents and they're on that grind constantly, constantly, you know, mm-hmm. and uh working late, you know what I mean, uh having this training here and that and all that's good. But understand, I went through the class three times. I took the actual exam six times. You know what I'm saying? So I'm, I was tired. I didn't want to see another test. Uh, <laughs> None of that. You know what I mean? Yeah, I was burnt out. And, and understand, I got that information for real. Mm, mm, mm. So, so let me go back to the other question. When six months has passed and you, did you have a transaction on it? Did you close some of the first six Yeah, months? I closed some of my first close. six you know, okay, first six right, months. Right, gotcha. right at six. Right at six. Okay. Now, that that first transaction, uh, not without being too specific, uh, was there some rocky moments with that one, or was that a pretty much clean cut deal? Mm, yes, th- yes, it was some rocky ones in the first one, uh, and I and I explained. Um, there was a, someone I knew, which was cool, mm-hmm. and uh, we were looking at some houses. They knew what they wanted. Uh, we went in to bid on this property and we were outbid it. Okay, boom. Uh, the enthusiasm of the client dropped because that's the one they wanted. You see what I'm saying? And they thought they had it, you know, but not understanding that this is a very competitive, hot market and anything can happen. And then on top of that, you know, uh, there was a little bit of arrogance in there. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, uh, you know, you know, the, I think the purchase price might have been 289. It was like, you know, we're going to go in at 280. You know what I'm saying? You see, you already know. Correct. I do. And this is my first. So right. I didn't quite know. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, so we got outbidded and um, they, and we, they lost that. And then it was time to search. But now everything we were searching was less than that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And their enthusiasm was down. And uh, we had to go through the bidding war. They, I told them, explaining them, let's not play. You know, if it's something that you really want, we got to show and prove, you know. Mm. And they were able to do that, but the other people, you know what I'm saying, was in it to win it too. Got you, got you. So now we was in the dual thing. And, you know, he actually told me, he was like, look, man, I'm about to say, forget this. You know what I mean? Forget this. Correct. You know what I'm saying? Ready to, mm-hmm. ready to bail. Like, you know. Exactly. It took it super personal. Okay. You know, so... You know, that was tough for me because as an agent, I got to save that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Save it, help build that confidence back up. Let them know, listen, you know, I'm not going to quit. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? You don't have to quit. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, this is not the first, not the last house. So, right. you know, uh, let's, let's, let's fight. Okay. Uh, so if I had to ask you, how many um, properties did you look at to make that enthusiasm do a decline? Well... Okay, so so with this one, we only looked at three. This was a very impatient, you know what I'm saying? Like wow, this, three. Yeah, I knew this person very well, you know, and I knew, but uh, they was in person. 
and they were very um, impatient. So when we got to this one, they shot the, the big gun. You know what I'm saying? Because they were tired. We don't get this one, boom. But we end up getting. Okay. Uh, but my next deal is where you want to ask about how many houses did I show? Oh wow! Okay. First time, okay. first time buyer. We out here again. You know, this is like my second deal, and um, I'm very excited for them. You know, because you know I'm always excited for the client to uh, obtain this type of goal and help them in this. Mm. This is the big investment you're gonna make in your life. You know what I mean? Okay. So I'm excited. But you know, long story short, I end up showing 28 houses. We hold on, hold on, hold on. We, we, we got to put a break on that. Mm. How many houses have you sold this one particular? Um, showed this one particular client. 28. 28 houses. So 28 houses. I got to give you a round of applause, brother, for resilience. Yes. Shoot, no, give me round of applause, man. 28 Look, homes. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. See, and, and let me interject and say, when you show that many homes, it's very easy to say, the 12th home, I like the dining room. See, I like the dining room, the way I can put my furniture. The 18th home, I like the backyard. They had a personal shed. I know, have you ran into things where it kind of confused properties? Was that little confusing on them when they pretty much had everything? Nah, you know, like I said, uh, saw that perfect house, lost that, you know what I mean? And just moving on. And after a while, you know, kind of coaching them as, as a broker, coaching them, letting them know, hey, you know, sometimes we're going to get out, out, out bid it, but we're going to continue to keep, keep pushing. And we kept pushing. So you got to about the seventh or eighth home is where you start to see the client settling. Mm. You know, a good broker going to find out what your goals are, what your must haves which are things you can't, you don't have to have, you know what I mean? And uh, by me knowing that, I started to see them start to sacrifice a lot, mm. too much. Mm. And saying, you know, put an offer in on that one, Sean. And I'm looking at them like, that ain't even your criteria. That wasn't even what, but you know that fatigue. Correct. I'm tired. Setting in. You know what I'm saying? But they were fatigued, I can tell. You know, so they were sending me things, man, to look at this, you know, and I was, I was texting them back, you know. We, we can look at it, you know what I mean? But I'm sure something else. Let's let's wait a week. Let's look, you know. And, uh, you know, just being honest, like, I, I just, I knew. I knew that's not what they even wanted, you know. Right. I, mean? uh, I didn't even want to entertain some of it because I could just feel it. I was in the same boat as them. As the broker, I'm, I'm, I'm with you on this ride. So mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I, I was tired, you tired. I, and then they showed me, hey, let's go for this right here. I'm looking at it like, come on, man. You know okay. This don't have a garage. It don't have the rooms. It don't have the space. It just got that price. Okay. Wow. You can do better, you know? Mm. So you built them up. Now they end up getting something where they end up being happy exactly with the house that they have now? Really, really happy. That's very, good. very happy, man. And, and the crazy thing about this deal is that uh, we put in those 28 offers. I mean, 20, we looked at 28. We put in 12 offers uh, out of those 12 contracts written up. The, the day that we finally got one accepted, you know, it, it was almost, it wasn't a tired thing. It was one of these things where, you know, don't get tired. We're going to find one. We found one. It had something nice. Had mm. a nice back porch, had some space in the living room. Mm. Things need to be redone. But you know what? Hey, let's go for this one. We went for it, wrote it up, got, ex uh, got excited about it. They accepted the offer. Okay. They thinking everything is good. Later on that evening, about 11 o'clock at night, the house we really wanted, they accepted that offer. Wow. So two offers accepted. The same day. Ooh. So how'd you work? How'd you work through that? What'd you do? 
Well, you know, I, I, I spoke to the, um, the listing agent <laughs> and, you know, this is a call that they didn't want to hear, but I let them know that, um, that my client, you know, uh, had another uh, property that, that, that they really, really liked and the offer was accepted late into the evening after, you know, they had accepted our offer. And let, my client let me interject where, were any of the uh, properties executed on paper, executed contract? Um, it was accepted. Acceptance, but, but in other words, but was there signatures from the buyer and the seller? From the buyer and the seller. For both contracts? Yeah, yes, yes. Ooh. We were ready to go on one. The other one, it was ready to go too, but like I said, they had to sign. The, you know what I'm saying? The seller had to sign. They ended up signing and they came over, boom. Like, uh-oh. You know what I mean? And this was already go. And she asked me some questions. Are you sure that your clients want this house? And at that time, I'm like, yeah, they want it. You know what I'm saying? They're very excited about it. You know, but she ended up hitting me like, I thought you said that, you know, your clients were motivated. I'm like, you have no idea how motivated they are. It just so happens that this house right here got accepted that same night. Oh my goodness. You know, I would have did the same thing. So, so walk us through it. You had to do a cancellation. You had, had to, to cancellation, had to, you know, talk to the broker and the listing agent and explain to them what happened. You know, we was in a situation where we could have lost our due diligence. You know what I mean? But it was, a you know, the way that I spoke to her, you know, like I said, she was upset having to take it back off the market and it's going to look like something's wrong with the property. But I assured her, you know, that, you know, the, the house was on the market at one point in time. We saw that. It went back on the market. We jumped on it. We put in an offer on it. You mm. know what I'm mean? saying? So mm. it's not, it's, it's going to go. Correct. Don't be afraid. You know Correct. what I'm saying? Correct. Correct. So, um, you know, just talking to her and ease it over with her and calmed her down, you know, and uh, we, we was able to get through with it, swapped everything out, you know, no problems, you know. Wow. Now, based off what I'm hearing, the skip, and I don't know if this came from training or I, I don't know if this came from just the sure ability of Mr. Shaw, whereas though the buyers could have lost their due diligence money. And yes. the sellers had every right to keep that because that contract was executed. Yes. But your skill set had a conversation, sure there was a problem, you saw there was a problem, you solved it, and I bet I bet you look like Superman in front of your clients. They probably did. loved you after that. Did, did, did. Like, awesome, did. awesome, yeah. So I, I just had to comment on that because that showed, because any other agent probably wouldn't have thought, how exactly do I work this? I got two properties on the contract. And the sellers were telling me get that money, but you went above and beyond to make sure that you know your your buyers get their earnest money or get yeah, their I work for buyers, man. You know what I'm saying? I work for mm. buyers. I want to be fair, but my thing is, it wasn't hours. It wasn't 24 hours. That was my argument. You know what I'm saying? Mm. It's not even 24 hours. It's not like I'm telling you three, two days later, three days later. Correct. I'm telling you same day. You know what I'm saying? That this happened. It's very rare, you know. But uh, for us, it was it was just something very new. Plus it. it you know, where we couldn't get any offers. Now, all of a sudden, we get two in the same day. Mm. You know, mm. so uh, I just explained it to her. And um, like I said, you can tell that she wasn't, you know, she wasn't happy about it. And if I was someone different, I could have got pulled into that, you know what I'm saying, the aura that she had, the vibe she had. I could have got pulled into that. Mm. I kind of knew, don't, don't even go there, because she does, she had the upper hand. You know what I'm saying? In the sense that we did have an executed contract. And they could have took the due diligence money, but at the same time, I'm trying to let her know, you know, we 
are working to make sure that everybody involved have a smooth, you know, uh, transaction. You know what I'm saying? So uh, it wasn't nothing ill will from our end towards her. And so there's no need to reciprocate that this way. You know what I'm saying? I'm just assured that this house is going to get sold. See, there's another one I got to give you kudos for. Two quick points. One, you took the high road. You could have came down to that level because if people are upset, they don't hear anything. No one has to say this. They want to make sure they get exactly what they're trying to go after because yeah. they're upset. You took the high road, got exactly what you wanted, probably calmed her down, yeah. and did what's right for your client. Instead of fighting fire with fire, nah, take the high road. But I commend you on that. Thank you. Hey guys, thank you for watching our show. We're going to interrupt you real quickly. We are in the business of referrals. If you know someone looking to buy or sell, residential or commercial, here in the North Carolina area, refer us. We really appreciate that. So let's, let's, let's segue. Now you got your first deal. You're moving along. You run into a major roadblock, I take it, in terms of with the contract, right? Mm -hmm. uh, without getting too specific, and, and I'm glad you shared that story. Because again, I think people learn best when they hear stories. You run into another situation, and I don't know if you recall uh, 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 during a conversation with this with this ordeal. Because I think you spoke to me about it, and I said I hate it, but at the same time, I'm happy you're going through it. Yeah. Because I really do think that them experiences you can't get from no training or no kind of uh, or no manuals or no forms, right? That's you got to actually go through the fire. That's true. Give us. Give the audience bullets and points of what happened with that situation. Um, which one are you talking about? Are you talking about the the the? Okay, I think you and I know you had so many so many deals going on. You had it. It was a deal. I think you you reached out us on, and hey, Mike, here's a situation where. Uh, uh, um, Concerning something concerning was earnest money. Um, you had who, where does earnest money go? Or am I my, my jogging it? Because I know you had a few. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I got a few you know, things. Well, you know, if you want to, don't don't even worry about scratch that one. You, you okay. give us, you give us one back. That. But I, I I think I can speak on this. Okay. Um, so so we had the the one property where everything was going good. It was remodeled, you know, okay. and everything. Okay. And um, it rained super heavy. You know, my clients, they're from another city, another state. Mm. You know, they're from another state. So they just called. It was like, hey, um, uh, could you go over to the, the property and check that basement? It's been raining a couple of days. Mm. So I go over there and check the basement for sure. Flooded. You know what I'm saying? Flooded. We're under contract, everything. You know what I'm saying? We're in a due diligence period, though, but okay. close to the very okay. end. You know, okay. I end up having to take pictures of it and everything. I talked to my inspector to see, you know, what can be done. But I also relayed the message back to the the, the buyers. And uh, that was a deal breaker. You know what I'm saying? So they lost that earnest money, you know what I'm saying? And uh, whatever, you know what I'm saying? Uh, the due diligence money. Lost the due yeah. diligence money. So uh, that was a really weird one to me because I, I hadn't experienced that either. Just how we could have really went through with this purchase because they loved the house. And if it hadn't rained, we would never saw mm. saw that at all. What was the home inspection done already? Yes, 
the 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 termite and um, stuff was still in the house. That was the last thing that they were getting done. You know, so when I went back to check on that, the termite, uh, not the termite thing, but uh, the radon, the radon okay, test was still inside. Got you, of the got property. you. Yeah, so we were done with the overall inspection. You know, and that's interesting. You had a home inspection because, I, you know, we, I think us in the real estate world, I don't want to speak for everyone when they say home inspectors sometimes can be deal killers. Uh, he didn't have nothing on that report to say possible infiltration of water, we well, talked about, you know, it could be a little damp, you know what I'm saying? And it was some moisture. Some moisture. But you're never going to know how much moisture ah. until the moisture comes. Exactly, exactly. So we just, was, you, know, you know, it worked out for us to be able to see, mm -hmm. you know, what, what, what type of moisture are you talking about, you know? Correct. But tell us nothing. You, the seller didn't have to present their, you know, terminology of what dampness is. We saw it. Mm. Mm. So they okay. got us out of that. So I was really happy. And now awesome. they have a beautiful home. Gotcha. Beautiful Thank home. You. It worked out perfect. Oh, save the headache as well. What? Yeah. Because I could just imagine they close on the property, move in, everything's closed. It's the headache behind that. Because when people are upset, they're mad at everybody. Yeah. And it was crazy. Um, I had spoke to uh, another mentor about a situation, and they told me that they sold the house. Over half a million dollar home, right? And a week later, their basement flooded out. But the deal was done. Okay. It was nothing. He could, they had to go live in a hotel. Mm. All of mm. So it was crazy because that experience was in my head. I was like, yo, I just really could have went bad. Mm. Mm. Really yeah. So I was really thankful we avoided that. Okay. So so let's segue now. Let's segue to some fun stuff, high, highlights, right? And, and, and I mean, I like to, I like to kind of get that. And rocky moments, which is learning experiences out the way. So we're going to turn some fun stuff. Right? In terms of marketing, right? Marketing or, 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 or picking up a new client, uh, what are you doing and what kind of recommendations would you give someone if they're like, man, what should I do with marketing? How can I get my word out and let people know what I'm doing? What would you say to them? Hmm. If, if you could, if you want to. Well, yeah, there's a lot of things that you can do. You know, there's a lot of things you can do, a lot of tools available to you. But I think the, the, one of the best things that you actually can do is meet people, you know, go somewhere and meet face to face if you can. And this uh, climate is, is difficult. Mm -hmm. uh, so uh, there are all other alternatives, new ways to actually mm -hmm. do, you know, to meet people. What, 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 what's the new face to face, such as a Zoom call, you know, uh, um, or something like that. Even like uh, some of these new platforms like Clubhouse, you know, uh, mm -hmm. I, love, I love that. You know, mm -hmm. I love uh, even getting on Facebook and Instagram and putting yourself out there. I refrained from doing that just from, from the fear of, I knew I had a couple of deals in the pipeline and I didn't want these other sporadic situations come along. You know, people mm -hmm. that didn't have pre-approval letters. They hadn't even been to the bank. They don't know what their credit scores are, but they want to talk to me about purchasing a home. I wasn't mm -hmm. ready for that. Mm -hmm. I was ready to dive into and focus on the deal, you know, one deal at a time, you know, if it overlaps is because I'm, I've done everything with this deal and we're almost going to close the next week. And now I'm starting this one right here and I'm good. I can, I can, I could do that, but you know, both of them starting, both of them in a due diligence period, you know, mostly I wasn't ready for that. Right. Well, so, you know, I, I'm sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I commend you on 
not invite more than you can actually consume, you know, and you, know, you said, well, let me take this in doses, right? And you get so many pages getting this, I can do this, I can do that. And I think if your foundation is not ready in terms of your systems in place, uh, uh, you know, you, you have, uh, 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 whether you have an assistant or you don't have an assistant, you have to have that foundation together because it's very easy to get busy. And yeah. you get busy, now you're all over the place. Yeah, you, you mess something up. Correct, correct. And you, some, yes, yes, that's right. Something will lack, and then you'll look unprofessional to your client, who, which is, we don't want that. So I come in on that. Um, the marketing piece, you said, okay, well, you know, you, you try different other platforms, and which I highly recommend that people take advantage of social media because it is free for now. Mm -hmm. uh, Clubhouse, which I think is awesome. Please follow me there as well. Uh, <laughs> if you had to do it all over again a year ago, if there's anything you would have changed just a little bit in your business or just tweaked it, what would that look like? Um, you know, he said, man, if you hit me that question for Well, well, you know, yeah, I would have took the class very, much more serious. I wouldn't okay. have went in there with the, with the uh, I know this part, so that's going to help me. Mm. I'd have went in there like a baby. Mm. You know, going like a baby, know and tell yourself, I don't know anything. Let me go in here and absorb as much as possible, ask questions, mm. get mentors, YouTube, you know, like, like really, YouTube University. YouTube University. The I, best I, university. Because what I actually did, the last time I actually took the class online at the same time as I took it in, the, in my last class. So I was dealing with this dude, uh, Travis Everett. And um, I, I listened to him in the morning mm -hmm. and then I would go to class my four hours and then I would play him again at night. I'm talking about while I'm in the bed, I would play him, put my sleeper on and fall asleep listening to this stuff. So, and that was helpful for you. Very, very helpful because you know you gotta you gotta live, eat, breathe this. You know what I'm saying? Because they dumping information on you, words and terminologies you hadn't heard about before. And if you did hear about it, it's not the same thing in real estate. Words Correct. outside of, of real estate mean one thing. Inside of real estate, it's a whole nother whole nother uh, vocabulary, another language. Right, right. Well, you know, some brother, I swear, man. But I got so many great gems there. You can see my head now because I was actually writing so many good things that, that that you was even enlightened me on in terms of I like the fact that you the way you handled the situation you saw it was rocky you dealt with it uh and and I could just say just from the from the broker perspective you which we're always open for a phone call you run into a jam but sometimes we would get concerned like well, Wayne is all right but you be handling it right yeah. you, you got it right so the confidence was built up like he's, he, he got it. he's fine because he's in the gym he'll call and he'll say listen I'm quite sure I don't know right so so kudos to you on that um you're approaching 2021 you wrap things up I know you said you got some kind of good goals going for 2021 approach in 2020 approaching 2021 how many deals, if you care to share, would you like to close for this beautiful upcoming year, for this beautiful year we're in now? So, so um, last year, I was asked the same question. 
And um, I was very hesitant and given a number. I like to underpromise and overdeliver. That's mm-hmm. my game. Mm-hmm. Um, however, um, and also I'm glad that I didn't do that last year because COVID hit. Okay. And, and you just could not see. You couldn't foresee. Mm-hmm. Uh, so even with this year, um, I anticipate doing the very best I can, like I did last year. I like that. I, I anticipate being a little more aggressive with social media. The the what I put on hold last year, as far as me advertising myself and wanting to get swamped. Now with uh, X amount of deals under my belt, uh, going through these bumpy roads and things like that, I'm faster at putting uh, deals together. I'm more efficient. You know, I know my systems. Um, you know, so now I am. My goal is to actually uh, advertise myself a lot more. Mm. I put myself in position to take on more clients. Mm. Um, I'm actually going to do a lot more educating uh, on the process of purchasing homes, which is mm. going to draw clients to us as well. Mm. So, uh, and I want to get into the investing as well, which that could be this year, or maybe that will be what really, you know, what next year looks like. Correct. At this time, okay. You say, Shaw, what you getting ready to do? Oh, it's an investment year. I love that. Um, So this year, like I said, we want to watch the market. We're going to see what's going on. It's going to let us know whether or not we're going to go in heavy with investing and helping and educating others. Or we're just going to focus on uh, educating other people and helping them obtain their uh, goals of reach of uh, owning a home. Mm, I love that, brother. Now, you know, we're going to hold you to that now. You know that. Uh, Man, you ain't, hey, I'm holding myself to it, know, and that's that's a great thing right there. Um, so, brother, you know, you know, we are, you know, you know, we're talking this 40 minutes now. We that's all good. So, but but I like to do. I want to narrow things now because I know you're busy. Probably got to write a contract because he's making. I do actually. And and and, and let me put the audience out there. His brother won rookie of the year. We forgot about that, and he got a nice plaque, and he wants some, uh, you know, got some dollars and some good things. So, definitely, congratulations on that. Thank you, thank you, thank you. you. Know, what uh um give us two golden nuggets. You know, we ask every guest that give us two golden nuggets, whether it's a book, a sermon, a scripture, or anything that you can pass on to a, a future broker want to get into the business or a broker who's already seasoned. By the way. Well, sure. Um for someone that wants to get into the real estate business, the first thing I would say, um I would say first, like I think think we talked about this earlier, determine what your career is gonna look like to you. You know, that's very important. You know what I mean? Uh, Somebody else can sell you what their career looks like and then Mm. you can kind of base everything off of that for you. Mm. And it may not happen that way. You can get discouraged. You can move a little too fast. You can, you know what I mean? So you can create a lot of bad habits Mm. if you get with the wrong person. So my thing is uh, get the information, practice, master, and monetize, you know, that, that's what I'm doing now. I did with going through those classes, taking that test. I had to learn it, learn it. I got with the Headley Group Realty, started to practice. And as I practice, you know, I begin to master. Right now we're in that mastering phase of, you know, which the game changes all the time. But I got my, you know, I got my learning kit head hat on. So I'm mastering now and we monetized in uh, 2020. And now we're just going to repeat. We're gonna repeat. We're gonna to continue to get information. We're gonna to continue to practice and um and and master this thing, and we're gonna keep getting money. You know that's what it's all about for us as far as helping people. And if you help people get what they want, you'll get what you want. That's it. Oh man, brother, listen to me. You knocked that last part right out the ballpark. Yeah. Um, listen, Dwayne Shaw, 
always kudos to you, taking a hat off to you. And again, anything we can and we continue to do to support and grow your business, hey, we're here for that, you know, as always. Thank so, you so much. Appreciate uh, it. Thank you all for tuning on the Heavy Group Real Estate Show. And don't forget to like and subscribe. We'll see you next time.